MSW Media. I'm Francis Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela and welcome to the Final Word special episode. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 That's right, because coming up. Monday, August 22nd. We are so excited because we are doing How We Win Live at Largo in Los Angeles. Yes. And as a special surprise, we have incredible, incredible interviews with Steve Pearson. That's right. Of How We Win. How We Win. And Swing Left. And Swing Left. And Brett Marcellus of he and his brother are two of the brothers but there's really three brothers of the Midas Touch which of course you know yes 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 so we're so excited that you'll hear from them and and please if you can take a chance uh, a moment and download their podcast subscribe absolutely subscribe to them and of course Allison Gill for Muller she wrote and the amazing Kathy Griffin all Kathy Griffin that's right that's who I said Kathy Griffin are going to be at this show on Monday 22nd if you're in the LA area please go but even if you're not or even if you are in the LA area and you can't come you can donate directly to this fund which goes to fund Democratic candidates in key battleground races and all of the money goes to that so it is very important and a big deal to just donate go to www.swingleft.org slash fundraise slash how we win and now hear from them Hi, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Welcome to The Final Word with a very special guest, Steve Pearson. <laughs> now, y'all know because you're educated people, but Steve Pearson is co-host of the amazing MSW Media podcast, mm-hmm. How We Win. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And Steve is here with us now to talk about a lot of important things, his podcast, his work uh, with the Democratic Party and with Swing Left. But also, we have a show coming up. But yeah. I want to say hello, Steve. Thank you for being here. Oh, my gosh. Thank you all for having me. It's so fun to, well, your listeners can't see your faces, but I can. And that's a thrill. And I'm so excited about doing this show together. It's going to be off the, what do the kids say? Hizzle? I don't know what if it's the hook or the chain or the shizzle. It's, <laughs> it's, I don't know what it's off of, but it's going to be off of it. It's yes, going to be off yes. of something. Whatever it's off of. And I'm so excited to listen to your podcast this week with um, with Brian. Yeah. Tyler Cohen. Apparently Brian Tyler Cohen is going to be at the show too. Yay! That's right. <laughs> super special surprise guest. It's a super pod. It's an incredible lineup. I mean, we've got all the, all the, all the best people, just like Trump would say. We got all the best people on our fundraiser. Yeah, it's How We Win live on August 22nd here in Los Angeles at the Largo Theater. You can go to HowWeWinLive.com. And you know what? Even if you're not in town, it's a fundraiser. So right. it would be fun to raise the funds. You can right? still send money. You can go to Act right now and still send that money if you can't be here. <laughs> That's right. You can you can actually go to 
and I'm sure you'll throw this in your show notes because it's kind of a complicated URL. Why make it easy for people? That's just <laughs> silly. We're Democrats, for God's sake. Uh, but you can go to swingleft.org slash fundraise slash how we win. I'll say it again. Swingleft.org slash fundraise slash how we win and that's your place just to make a donation no matter where you're listening to this if you can't make it to the show please do donate to this really great fund it goes all the money goes directly to the candidates that are on the front lines the most strategic and important races we have mm -hmm. and and what's cool about this fund too is it changes um, depending on where the greatest need is so i'm sure you all have people coming to you all the time saying i'm getting emails from everybody there's all these races that are really important and where is my money going to make the biggest impact? I don't know where to donate. And that's exactly what this fund does. It takes your money and makes sure that it's making the biggest impact. And we need that for this midterm, especially Hells because yeah. we are staving off basically anti-democratic fascists. And that's where we are. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't want to say screw inflation because I don't have no money. But, right, right. but we are in the fight of our lives right now. By the way, to your point, uh, actually, inflation is uh, is now steady and going down. That's we're, we're, right. We're turning that ship around. So that's right. It's, it was great to listen to you and, and Brian Tyler Cohen talk about the Biden uh, administration and where we really are. Yes. Like, yes. what are the things that, like, I feel like, you know, all of these things are important, obviously, but finally I see, like, you especially, and um, we tried to do it this week, too, on The Final Word, talk about the achievements of this administration, that after yeah. just two years, where are we at in this administration, would you say, Steve? What's going, where, what, what are our achievements? Oh, my gosh. It's been an incredible week. And um, as we're recording this, uh, I believe by the end of the day today, Congress will have passed um, the, well, Manchin named it the Inflation Reduction Act. It's really the Build Back Better. Thank you. Uh, it's really Build Back Better. Mm -hmm. And um, with historic investment in climate, uh, thank God. I mean, it's been too little, too late uh, forever, but now almost $400 billion being invested in climate. Mm -hmm. um, we're finally negotiating to lower drug prices yes. so that big pharma can stop bilking you on your drug costs, which it's been doing, as we said, since drugs, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> you know, since, <laughs> since, since, well, drugs. since drugs. <laughs> right. we're putting that cocaine in the Coca-Cola. Since that's then. right. That's right. Yeah. We miss those those old fashioned cokes, don't though. we? Those were the good ones. Um, and, uh, you know, it's doing so much. And, uh, uh, of course, it caps insulin for Medicare uh, recipients, not for everybody, because the GOP had to take that out. They don't want everyone to have their insulin costs capped. But uh, Medicare uses well. Yeah, I never understand. Like it's I get that this information that people lie. Like when I look at a lot of the GOP candidates, especially as of late there, they generally they will vote no on something and then lie to their their constituents and say they didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, they just straight up lie about it, which is amazing to me. And, and they never get called to task for it. Yeah. Well, we're calling them out now, and this is everyone's job, too, is to talk about this legislation, talk about how meaningful it is, because just like uh, the Infrastructure Act that passed, um, which was also, you know, let's not forget about what that, that that kind of investment in our country did. It was the largest infrastructure package um, that's passed in decades. 
Of course the Republicans didn't vote for it. Of course they went home to their districts where they were benefiting from it and and sold it to all their people. Said, look at all this great stuff you're getting now, you know. And they're going to do the same. Can I curse on this? Absolutely. They're going to do the same fucking thing with this legislation. It's going to help people. It's going to benefit their lives. And they're going to go back and try to run on it. So our job is to make sure they can't do that. Our job is to call them out on it. Well, here's my problem. We all on stage, and you're going to snatch my wig off my head, put it on your head, and, act like, and, do, my, and do my show? Like, while and I'm there, while I'm standing next to you. While, while I'm, I'm standing, standing next to you. Here, you know? <laughs> you snatch the wig off my head? I think that was an old Jimmy Reed song, Give Me Back My Wig. I don't know. Oh my God, that was such a good song. You're an anti-racist music uh, creator too, and I want to thank you for your work. Um, That's that's, I seriously can't get my mind around how, you know, especially we talk about the media and how important it is for us to hold ourselves and everybody to task, that these things don't get reported that way. Right. Mm-hmm. The the headlines, one of the things I love about that you guys always do on How We Win and on um on your podcast is like saying like okay, my favorite this week was I believe you coined the the new moniker for Merrick Garland, Merrick Quiet Storm Garland. <laughs> That was uh, actually Glenn Kirshner was on was our good? show a few uh, a few weeks ago, um, and he was talking about his experience with Merrick Garland and and how he feels like there's a quiet storm coming. And I said, I'm taking, I'm stealing that from you. He's now Merrick Quiet Storm Garland, and of course he he dropped some lightning bolts yesterday. He yeah. called the GOP and Trump on their bluff yesterday, and uh, and looks like. God, I mean, just the revelations that we've had around uh, those documents and that they're concerning nuclear weapons systems. Like, what? if you're the GOP and you are still defending this, I mean, look, there's a clear reason why they all fall in, fell in line to back this guy. Mm-hmm. Money, power, right? Yes. Um, which they got. And so now- spades and that don't mean black people. That's right. That's right. At any cost, they don't care about uh, they don't care about citizens. They don't care about Americans, right. and they clearly, especially, don't care about people of color. No. And and um, the only reason they would continue to back him now, I don't even think it's money or power because that is being diminished. It's because they are complicit and they are connected to the crimes yes. and they are scared. So and that's the right. only reason they would fight it. That's why. That's why we're here. Uh, Matt Gates out there right now squealing like a little pig. That's all I hear when they when they talk. All I hear is wink, 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 wink. Just please don't Fierce send squeal. me to slaughter because I am part of this machine. That's right. I don't know if you know Steve, but we called this with it when Trump was first elected. Literally. Within the first, the first sort of dumb lie, the first big lie, that how many people were at the inauguration lie. Oh yeah. We said on air, and people do bring it up, and I thank them for acknowledging it. This is our big I told you so, Frangelo told you so. <laughs> we said that one day we are going to find files labeled crimes I committed while in office in Trump's possession. And people were like, ha ha, where are we? Yeah. <laughs> where are we today? 
But Literally. did you call this? But did you call this? You would have thought that they, when the FBI broke into his personal safe, that's where that file would have been. Oh. You never would have guessed that it was locked in a pool house next to the <laughs> pool at Mar-a-Lago, that that's where the files were, right. next to the chlorine and some beach chairs. Mm-hmm. I- I'm trying to understand. I'm trying to understand about what is the least secure place you can think of? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, what is? Well, that's a- where the Russians, when they come to visit, it can be like, oh, I was in, I had to tile off and I happened to, you know, kick a box open and find your nuclear, you know, information. You're hanging out at the at the pool, ordering pina coladas and nachos, and you need an extra towel and you wind up with the nuclear codes. Yeah, there you look at go. this. This is how you build an ICBM. <laughs> like, yeah. It's like, I, I, I mean, this is as dumb as if... As dumb as Trump and everyone around him is, he seems to uh, irradiate people with dumbness, like it's a virus mm-hmm. and, and evil and corrupt and all that. Like there's, I look at these people coming out now and and we're talking about people who are still sticking hard with him, obviously, because, and I think, I, I absolutely agree, it's because they're culpable probably. And in yeah. fact, I think Matt Gates and people like that, they're, they've been so loosey goosey with their, with their treasony talk and possible crimes that I'm, I'm willing to bet that most of them don't know what they've said that are literally like, what have I said? What have I done? Did I send any text? Did I touch any material? Like that they don't even know because that administration got so far away from anything that made sense. And, no and now people are like, well, I need, I need, I, I think people were asking for pardons without knowing if they'd done anything because they've been just in this heady place of we just do stuff and we don't care what the consequences are or what it means. Yeah. And there was some serious document destruction going on, which has been reported, which we know clearly about. We know that Meadows yeah. threw some documents in the fireplace to burn them. We know that Trump was <laughs> flushing them down the toilet. And we know that they've deleted so text. <laughs> yeah. And eating them. That's right. Um, you know, my elderly dog has started eating paper. So yeah. I, I, it's a sign of dementia, I think. I don't know. But uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to throw accusations out there. Anyway, the point being. Dementia would be um, a kind they, assessment. It's a kind assessment. Yeah. Um, the, the, <laughs> the point is they don't know what has survived, what communication no. still exists to be found. They did a mad document destruction dash, but you know, what's still out there. So, um, yes. I guess we'll find out and, and maybe we'll even find out uh, what they found a little bit today. Steve Pearson, thank you so much for being here. I cannot wait. We cannot wait for the show, August 22nd. It's a huge show. How we win live. That's right. You can go to swingleft.org slash fundraise slash how we win. Do it now. Do it often. Get everybody you know to do it. It's going to be us, Steve, uh, Brian Tyler Cohen, uh, Allison Gill, MSW Media, you know, from uh, Daily Beans and Mullis She Wrote and all, and Kathy and Griffin. The Midas Touch amazing. guys. The Midas Touch, Touch guys are going to be there. And Kathy Griffin. Yes. Too. It's going to be a great oh my show gosh. and, I, so and I, we're fun. so excited and thank you for all of the work you do and have always done it's amazing this coalition and we aren't we're not talking too much about it today but next week for our resist we're going to do the last weekend.org which is uh, comes oh, out great. of swing left it's a coalition of all these these grassroots organizations to help people organize for the last weekend before the midterms to really get out there and focus on get keeping and increasing our democratic majority well i want to thank you all and make sure your listeners know they already know how great you are but you know when we put together
together this fund and started working with MSW Media's family of podcasts, you all were like the first to jump in and just say yes to everything and and pitch in in a major way. And I, I just am so grateful for your uh, for everything that you do and for your involvement in the How We Win Fund, too. So thank you. Thank and you. I can't wait to see you in real life. It's great to, to be with you. Thank you so much. Bye. Hey everyone, it's AG from Muller She Wrote and The Daily Beans. And Steve Pearson from the How We Win podcast. We're bringing together some of our besties for a live super pod to raise money for the How We Win Fund and elect Democrats in November. Featuring us, of course. The hilarious Frangela duo. Ben and Brett Mazelis from the Midas Touch podcast. And the one and only Kathy Griffin. Join us on Monday, August 22nd at Largo in Los Angeles. Go to HowWeWinLive.com and get your tickets now. That's HowWeWinLive.com. Hi, I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. And we are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. Woohoo! We are very excited because... We get to talk to one of the most amazing brothers of all the brothers, okay? All the brothers on this planet who we love from (laughs) Midas Touch. Thank you so much, Brett, for being here. I'm just going to clip that out and show that to my brothers and let them know that I think I'm I'm just trying to interpret what you said. I think you just said I'm the coolest of the three brothers. So I'm going to have to bring that back, show the family, make sure they're all aware. We just got to keep it real. I mean, if they want to come on and challenge, they are open to that. We are open to that challenge. But we just have to play what we see. Yes. Brett Micellis is one of the co-founders of the Midas Touch, which is hard-hitting political ads. I know you've You've seen seen it. You've seen (laughs) them. They're (laughs) hilarious. They're brilliant. They're on point. They are using the evil one's words against them. It's brilliant work. Yes, yes, yes. And we have the wonderful opportunity to appear on the same bill on August 22nd at the Largo Theater to raise funds for Swing Left. We're so excited. The show is called How We Win Live, okay? And we're so excited to have you here, Brad. I am so honored to be here, and I am so pumped up to do the live show. You know, my brothers and I have been speaking about doing the live show. We wanted to do a whole live circuit. And of course, as we started plotting everything, you know, it was in the middle of COVID and then Mm -hmm. it was, oh, well, after this COVID wave, we'll get out there. And then the next Mm -hmm. one came and the next one came. So I am very excited to be there at the Largo, which is one of like the coolest venues in Los Angeles also. Like I saw Judd Apatow there and I saw Vince Gilligan there and like, I'm going to be there. I think they made a mistake with this building. Doesn't it feel cool? Like, you're like, oh, I got cool points. Not I know, right? This, this is... is exactly where we all need to be together because this is a really important yeah. event in terms of raising money and bringing awareness. And, you know, and we, you know, and we want to remind people, as we've been saying, uh, you know, even if you can't be here, any amount that you can spare, you know, right now to help support these candidates would be wonderful because we have a chance, Brett. We have a chance in the midterms. Don't let these people tell us, sit here and tell us, oh, we're going to lose the House and we're going to lose the Senate. My my brothers and I have been saying this for so long now to so much, I wouldn't say backlash, but to pushback of people saying, why are you giving false hope? Why? We're like, think about 
everything in po politics, how things change on a dime. Mm -hmm. Momentum shifts very, very quickly. Right. I mean, we could think back to the beginning of the Biden administration right. when everybody was saying this is going to be the greatest presidency ever. Look at the job we did with COVID. Look at the job we're doing. And then the Afghanistan withdrawal happened and the media coverage changed. And by the way, I still think Biden getting us out of Afghanistan is going Thank to go you. down as one of the best things that has ever been done. Uh, but that's kind of the moment where the media coverage started to change and we started seeing a lot of backlash. And then we had a lot of political gridlock because Republicans don't want to help a damn thing. And then mm -hmm. we're stuck with our very divided Senate. Um, but I always thought that as we approach these midterms, as the issues become clearer, as the differences become clearer, as the stakes become higher. And now, of course, we've seen what happened with Roe v. Wade and all these other issues that we're going to find our place in a much different political climate. And that's where we are. I don't think anyone could have even predicted a couple months ago that we'd be here right now with people so amped up, people so excited to get out there, motivated to vote, motivated to stick it to these people who have That's taken right. away these rights and who are trying to take away our rights every single day. Meanwhile, you have the investigations of Donald Trump ramping mm. up in a big way. And simultaneous to that, you have the, the Democrats and the Biden administration signing into law some Thank really you. important legislation that's actually going to help people. So the contrast couldn't be clearer. And so we need to get our numbers up. We need to go out there. We need to vote. And we need everybody here to donate to this fund so that we could elect candidates and get them the resources so that they that they could do this thing. Absolutely. Yes. And the great thing about the fund is that swing left, what they do is they're going to give that money to the races that need it the most, right? Like so that you don't have to sit around here and figure out, okay, do, you know, Adam Schiff, Adam Schiff's going to win, right? So he needs money, obviously, but we need to make sure that we're out there spreading and they're taking care of all that. They're making sure that the campaigns that need to get that. I have to tell you, I would like a ringtone from y'all. Of, I believe it's you, Brett. Uh, this I think it's this week's podcast where you said we there are you my touch. We are in link with each other on our critique of the media. Okay. Yes. And okay. Good. Good. Because I get so many emails that are like, you guys need to calm down with oh, your. No, no. I'm like, I didn't stop it. I'm not. We're at the same. And I thought I thought we were too screaming. And then I listened. I'm like, no, but no, we're not screaming enough. And the reality is that you we, we had the very similar podcast this week talking about what is the truth? The truth is not. And you used a lot of great examples. But the truth is not like the sky is blue. No, the sky is made up of babies that George Soros killed. Like, <laughs> and, the, and, the, and the truth is somewhere in between. Like yeah, that I lie. I hear that from so many people, including the other day, like I, I was in an Uber and, you know, the, somehow the conversation there was, I think, you know, political radio was on and we we're just talking to him. And, and the guy was basically saying, oh, yeah, you know, I listen to some sources on the left. I listen to some sources on the right. I figure the truth is somewhere in between. And I go to that and I'm like, that might sound like. Uh, good, but it it's actually, of, yeah. but, but it's not, but that's not how things work. Because like you said, like if you look outside and somebody says the sky is blue and then the other side says, actually the sky is made by uh, babies eaten by George Soros. That doesn't mean that the truth lies somewhere in between those two points. Those are there two is a congruent idea. There is the truth. In fact, you said, this is what I want on my ring uh, as a ringtone. You said, Brett, <laughs> just like this, you, went, you do not have to 
to give them a voice. You do not have to give them a voice. I was fired up, yeah. And then I think it was Ben. I think it's Ben who went preach. And I was like, why can't I get that out? We need that on a ringtone. You do not have to give them a voice. And I was like, ooh, that's exactly It's like we we are now in a world where we all knew that everybody's in their own political echo chambers. And, you know, that's been a thing since the internet started. It's gotten worse, of course. But I, I think the difference is and where we're at now is that people are in completely different universes. And I don't even want to call them alternate realities because whatever they're in is not a a reality. It's just there is reality and there is gray area within that reality that we could speak about. If you want to, you know, talk about tax policy, the best way to deliver healthcare to people. And I mean, we could have those conversations. Um, But then there's a whole world that thrives in conspiracy theories and lies and gaslighting. And currently that's all to protect their the cult leader in chief, uh, Donald Trump, who they just bend the truth and bend every fact and and lie and and just do it so brazenly that you have to call it out and you you can't give it credit. And when I watch a, a lot of these kind of cable news networks say, oh, but Republicans, you know, they're pushing back and they're saying this. I'm like, well, they're saying that. OK, but are you their stenographer or thank you? Or, or yeah. are you are, is that the truth? Or are they, are they just lying to you? Because right. there's a difference here. <laughs> It's drones protecting their bee, their queen bee. And it doesn't matter, you know, and they will do, and drones will do everything to create chaos so that you don't attack the queen. But that's the problem I have. You know, when when I'm tuning into the news, I expect to hear, okay, like a tree fell, right? Not the Democrats say a tree fell and the Republicans say that there was no tree. What happened? You know, their job is to say what happened and feelings about it. Thank you. Thank or interpretations you, thank you, thank you. about it. That's that's those. And I'm fine with editorial shows. Like, I know when I tune into Nicole Waltz or Joe Reed, it, they very specifically put their name in the head title of that show. But when you're telling me this is breaking news, I don't want your opinion or your attempt to what you think is be fair. Or balancing. Or balancing act. You know what? You I'm can't balance lie with the truth or your exactly. mind or your whatever. Because all the balancing does is the farther away you get from the truth, the more that midpoint goes further and further in that direction. And that's what we've seen because the lies have just gotten so brazen. And it used to be not so long ago before Donald Trump, it used to be these were certainly motivating factors within the Republican Party. You know, the lies, the conspiracies. We thought we saw it with the Tea Party. We saw Mm -hmm. it with Obama's birth certificate and so on. And they were picked up occasionally by mainstream people in the party, but they were often shot down by the people at top at the top. I remember that John McCain moment at the I, I think it was a debate or a town yes. hall when a woman town in the hall. audience made a comment and yeah. said you know Barack Obama he's a Muslim I can't vote for him first off you know the answer he should have said was if he were so what you know yeah right. but 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 he made the point of you know you're you're being fed lies and disinformation and that's not true now what the Republican Party does yeah. is they feed it and yeah. and they elevate those people and they make them they put them in Congress yeah and then they put <laughs> and now we have Congress people saying you know what saying what the left supposedly was saying about defund the police, get rid of the FBI. Defund the FBI. Can you believe that shit? I got a mind. No, you're absolutely cursed. I'll be cursed all the time. No, it's some bullshit. Yeah. It's some bullshit. 
They want to, you, 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 we just spent a year defending as Democrats, defund the police as, pro, as progressives. Now these motherfuckers want to create their own brown shirts Thank to you. protect their dear leader. Because they're criminals. Because, because they're criminals. They're, oh my God. And here's the thing. I'm like, I, I'm like, listen, I would not be supportive of an investigation into Trump if it was done for political reasons. I wouldn't, no matter how much I hated exactly. the guy. But the fact is the guy committed crimes and so they no. have to investigate. No. And if anybody did it, like they have to do it. So it's it's Day just, one, he had the Russian in the spy in the Oval Office. I'm like, like I don't... <laughs> Like, they're like, you know, if if they could do this to the president, they could do this to you. And I'm like, oh well, um, if I stole classified documents and committed espionage, I would hope they would do it to me because yeah. I think every person should be equal under the eyes of the law. That's certainly not the case in Thank actuality. You. But at least we should strive for that. Right. That's what we were you? saying today on Stephanie Miller's show this morning. We were saying what I understand is what they're what they're essentially saying is, you know what? This isn't fair, because if they can apply the law to, to him, they can apply the law to you and i'm like but but that's the point right it's, isn't the whole point is that the law isn't that yes, the united states that. isn't that that's our... the whole point that we all under the same law so yeah i we're in a, we're not actually disagreeing right now i'm not no. sure what's happening because it doesn't make any the, the arguments are so ridiculous and cyclical and i really do appreciate though one of the great things that you do i think uh, often on in your podcast too is to not get caught up in i think we get caught up sometimes the democrats and the party in particular can get caught up in trying to recruit from the clam rally like you don't have to go to that meeting as you said you do not have to give them a voice no, <laughs> there's one of the you know one of the common questions we get whenever we release an ad or put up a billboard or whatever they go but how is this gonna get maga to vote for us i'm but like it, we're not trying i'm like that's certainly not my audience i was like why will that why would i try to be getting the you know they're probably a higher percent half of republicans who are mm -hmm. just totally living in this alternate universe why would i try to get their votes when there are people who may have voted for biden and might be feeling a little you know that their pocketbook is a little tight because of inflation or whatever and they're debating their vote and maybe don't understand the larger issues at play and the actual causes of inflation and and that gas prices are coming down and all this like i want to make sure that we have those people in our camp i want to make sure that the people right. who have fought for us forever, the people who brought Democrats their votes, I want to make sure those people are fired up too and that those people yep. feel like they're being looked at. I don't want to abandon the people who have made the party, have made us have all this progress. I don't want to abandon them to try to get the MAGA voter in the diner who CNN is interviewing. It's a waste of time. It's a waste. It's a waste. You're never going to change their mind. You might have an okay no. interaction here and there, but it's just not worth the effort and everybody is frankly missing the point if you're trying Thank to do you. that. If they want to break out of that cult, then, you know, they will do that. And there are, you know, things that we could probably do underlying to help that, but that's going to be their own personal journey. And we're not going to exactly. be able to do that, you know, from- We can't walk that or, path for them. Brett. No, we can't walk that path for them. We Brett, you can only show them the way. Brett, how can people find you and your brothers and listen and see you? What can they do? Sure. So what you should do is Basically, every social media app you got out there, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, at uh, Midas Touch is our handle. That's spelled M-E-I-D-A-S-T-O-U-C-H. It's uh, based on a play on our last name and our mother's uh, maiden last name. Uh, 
kind of put together. Um, her oh. last name is Golden. Truth is Golden is our slogan. So at Midas Touch is the uh, the handle. And I encourage everybody to also check out the Midas Touch podcast, spelled the same way, Midas Touch, one word, everywhere you find podcasts. And the Midas Touch YouTube channel has become now yes. like the new hot go-to YouTube mm-hmm. channel for political breaking news, commentary, or video podcasts. Uh, we're gaining about four to 5,000 subscribers per day right now. There's so much energy in there. I'm so appreciative for everyone who watched the video. So go to youtube.com slash Midas Touch. And, and if check you aren't it out. watching, you're hurting yourself and you need to stop being <laughs> that you don't want to hurt you. You don't want to hurt yourself. You don't want to hurt yourself. And I'll tell you this: we will never both sides the issues. It's funny. One of one of the uh, comments we got on YouTube a couple of weeks ago, which really resonated with us was somebody was like, who would have thought there would be a market for calling fascists fascists? And we're yeah. like, yeah, no, I guess that's I guess that's a good point. You know, people just want people who are going to call it how it is, because frankly, as we were speaking about in our kind of criticism of the media earlier, if you are trying to find that middle point, you're actually not delivering people the truth. And That's and they often right. feel like, oh, you know, people are going to accuse me of being biased towards Democrats or whatever, but you should be biased towards the truth. If that truth is that's in right. line with what Democrats are speaking about, then so be it. But, but that's, you know, Preach. that's, that's where we're at. Bridget, thank, thank you. you so much for being here w- with us. We're going to have so much fun August 22nd. If you are in the LA area, you've got to check it out. You can go to swingleft.org slash fundraise slash how we win. You can also donate to that fund, even if you can't be there. But if you can, get your friends, get your crew, get your posse, get everybody together and come. This is going to be a live ass show. And so off the Kathy Griffin. Hello. Allison Gill, Muller She Wrote, MSW Media, um, Steve Pearson, the How We Win podcast, and of course, the Midas Touch. We are so excited. Thank you so much. I'm so so everybody, if you haven't bought your ticket yet, what are you doing? Buy that ticket know, right? right now. You're donating to a good cause. And we are going to win this midter- these midterms, but we need your help. We need your support. And I cannot wait to see you at the Largo August 22nd. Let's do it. Yes. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. <laughs>